think it's totally time for you to have a beer if you'd like to go for it. Take beer! Well, hello, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 49 of the Jake This of Jake Johansson podcast. Episode 49 next week is the exciting episode 50. But hey, this week is also a, is also an important episode because it's the uh, 49th episode. I, why is that important? Well, I don't know. 49, it's on the verge of becoming 50. And if you've ever been 49, you know what that's like. Um Anyway, I'm uh, having a great life right now. I hope you're doing the same. I, this last weekend, I did uh, three nights with Barry Manilow opening up for Barry Manilow at the Greek Theater here in Los Angeles, and it was just such a pleasure. The, it was so much fun to do the shows and to to be to share the stage with Barry Manilow. He just puts on an unbelievable show. If you get a chance to go see it, I, I highly recommend it. It is a time machine of happiness. You will have a good time because... He brings it. Barry Manilow brings it. But uh, I'm going to maybe get my wife in here in a minute to talk about it. She came to the show um, actually last night. Actually, I haven't finished all three nights. I've, I have The third night is tonight. I've done two already. That's from when I'm talking to you. But from when you're listening to this, I'll be all finished. We've been over the time travel aspect of the Jake This of Jake Johansson podcast before. As a matter of fact, my conversation with Nigel that's coming up later in the episode uh, happened before even now when I'm talking to you. But it's going to happen after now. Well, let's forget about that. Let's talk about where I'm going, where you're going, where you could see me, where we could be together in the future of now, from now, provided that you're listening to this in a timely manner. These are the dates for uh, 2013 in the summer. I'm off with my wife and daughter to New Zealand for our little, to visit my in-laws and also cavort amongst the hobbits of New Zealand. Uh, but when I return from that in August, I'm hopefully going to be at Gotham Comedy Club in New York City. Uh, I'm still trying to get firm up those dates, but uh, after that, I'm going to be at Morty's in Indianapolis. I'm going to be at the Washington, D.C. Improv, Fort Lauderdale Improv. Uh, I'm coming back to Seattle to Laughs Comedy Club. Always a pleasure there. The Acme uh, Comedy Club in Minneapolis. I'm going to be at the Comedy Works in Denver. Zanies in Chicago and Rosemont. And then at the end of this year in, in Cleveland, Ohio, in a place as magical as Cleveland, Ohio, I will be shooting my next... Uh, a comedy special at Hilarities, and that's going to be the first weekend of December. I haven't posted that on the site yet, but all the other dates are up on my website, jakethis.com, where you can find out where I'm going so that we can be in the same place at the same time and see each other. We can hug. I'm, I'm open to hugging as long as we're, well, I'm going to be clean, and I'd like for you to take a shower before you come out, if you don't mind. Um, and uh, so that's all happening, and I'm off this week to... Uh, to New Zealand. So that's going to be good. I've got a great couple of episodes coming up. Next week is going to be my guest, Christopher Moore. Uh, I guess famous. You know, it's weird to describe someone as famous. He's a friend of mine. We met uh, at one of my shows, actually, and now we've become friends. And he's my guest next week. We're going to be talking about uh, our commencement address uh, that we will be one day giving. So that's going to be the 50th episode. The 51st episode is going to be uh, my friend, Scott Wilson, who is a comic out of Lexington, Kentucky. He has, he tells the story of his career, uh, which is very interesting, and the love story with his wife. It's, uh, it was an ambitious episode for me to edit it all together, but I have to admit to you or confess to you or confide in you in order to entice you to listen to the entire episode. Uh, I, I cried 
a couple of times while I was doing it. Not not full on weeping, but I did tear up. It was just so sweet how, the love that uh, he has for his wife and vice versa and the sacrifices they've made for each other. Don't tell him I said this. I doubt he's listening to this episode. He's, he's going to listen to that one, so I'm not going to say that, that then. But that's going to be the 51st episode. So um, check those out coming up. I'm going to go see if I can get my wife to talk to us, and then we'll get on with Nigel momentarily. Hello. Okay. Get ready. Hello. Hello. Jake's just blown his nose. <laughs> yeah, thanks for telling everyone. <laughs> We're ready. We're doing it homo erectus style this time. We're standing up with the mic on a tripod. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. The technological advances that I've been able to implement on the podcast have really, I feel like, enhanced the listener experience. Yeah, yeah, it's really enhancing my experience, except you almost hit me in the face with the tripod while you were sitting up. That wouldn't have been too good, because then I would have been... Yes, I would, yeah. I would hate to disfigure you on Father's Day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I probably couldn't complain that much on this Father's Day, but, I, yeah, I probably would anyway. Yeah. I was telling my friend Leslie last night about how my, my father got a little bit addicted to sleeping pills, but he got addicted to the wrong kind of sleeping pills. He got addicted to my stepmother's sleeping pills that she had to take after. They were really pain medication. She'd had to have knee replacement surgery because she's... Anyway, she had to have knee replacement surgery. So my dad said to me when he was staying with us one time, he said, you know, these pills are absolutely fantastic. You know, they're for spastics. They're for spastics. I was like, Dad, no one says the word spastic anymore. I don't even know what that means. But let's not get into it, because I feel like you've already tread close enough to the edge on this one. Oh, you feel like I'm going into danger zone? Well, I don't want to lose listeners just when they've finally gotten on board. A lot of people may have come to Maybe see... they already hate me, and it's like, oh, it's this horrible no, wife this... again. You've got to... <laughs> no, I don't think so. That's not the feedback I'm getting from the universe, Jerry. <laughs> um... Yeah, feedback. Feedback. So... Ooh, feedback. So, yeah, I keep calling you Jerry, but that's what we call each other. Right? Yeah, Jerry. Okay, Jerry. Yeah. Where's um, little Jerry? <laughs> she's off on a play date right now. Yeah. That's our child. So I was just saying, there's maybe a lot of new fans who are listening because they came to the Greek theater to see me with Barry Manilow over the weekend. And so they're just meeting you and they're just meeting me. And uh, you've, you've, already, you've already called me terrible names. Well, they, of course, know that we're, we have a fun relationship. We're fun people. But uh, 24,000 screaming ladies went to see Barry Manilow and what they got was my husband. Lucky it's, them. It's not just ladies at the show. There's a lot of guys there. Yeah, there are a lot of guys. And then there are a lot of couples who are making out around you. It's really... Really? Did you see people I, making yeah, out during so, the show? Yeah, there was a couple in front of us and it was like, okay, you two stop it. There are, little, there are, two, there are people here with their grandchildren and they were just busy, you know... Busy getting busy. Yeah, busy working on each other's faces in a you know major way um, in front of us. Yes, anyway. but you you were great. You were great, and it was really fun to see you on those really big TVs. And that that was eight plus eight plus eight. That's twenty four thousand new people. Hello. Yes, hello. I don't. I don't think. <laughs> let's not flatter ourselves. I don't think that they're all listening to the podcast, but some of them maybe. Now, I was just saying how much I enjoyed Barry Manilow's show, and I think you did enjoy it as well. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. He's pretty cute. He's pretty cute. And when you see him from thirty-eight years ago singing Mandy, and then he does a sort of a duet with his now self, with his thirty-eight-year-old ago. 38 years ago self. That's pretty fantastic. It is pretty great. Yeah. I talk yeah. about the time travel aspect of, of all of the entertainment on the podcast because we're talking now, but people aren't going to be listening till a couple of days. But then later in the podcast, they're going to hear a conversation that I had with Nigel a couple of days ago. Isn't that odd? Isn't that exciting? But yes, I describe <laughs> Barry Manilow's show as a uh, powerful time machine of happiness. It just sort of makes you happy because he brings it. He, you know all of his songs. Yeah. For a 70 year old guy, he's really bringing it. He's really happy. And yeah, it is about, it's a feel good you know kind of and 
I know. Look, I feel like for a seventy-year-old, I wouldn't. I wouldn't qualify it that way. I would say. I mean, you kind of can't believe he is seventy. To me. I mean, do you do you feel like he's he looks like oh yeah I give him it's pretty good for a seventy year old it's like no I, there's plenty of forty year olds who who don't do a show that hard you go see a lot of these bands these pop music bands now and they just mope through their friggin' album like like they're kind of mad at you for showing up Barry Manilow does not do that he comes hot out of the gate yeah he does he does he comes hot out of the gate he's and he's happy and he yeah and he loves. I mean, he's he's all about sort of sharing it, which is very it's very nice, and it does it takes you back to you know to, to times in your life that yeah you remember. Did you remember some of your old Mandy times? And no. Looks like we made it. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't that feel good? Looks like we made it. Yeah, honey. we've made it this far. So far, so good. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are. So you looking? Are you looking forward to our big trip to New Zealand? Yes, I am. Um, we're leaving in two more sleeps, and uh, I don't know what I'm doing on the podcast because I've got a lot of th- other things I should be doing right now. I'm, I'm very, um, yes, Okay, well, would you like to say uh, goodbye? Why don't we just say until we meet again to our listeners? Yeah, yeah, au revoir, au revoir, a bientôt, and um, vaya con Dios. I always love to say that. And uh, when, <laughs> What else do you like to say, honey? <laughs> you know, when, when we had the people building our house, and when I'd say goodbye, and then I'd say vaya con Dios, adios. And I did it sort of as a joke, but they would look at me like, that weird lady doesn't even realize what she was saying. And I was like, no, no, I do know what I'm saying. I can, I, you know, hablo un poquito español. Um, anyway, so I would say, it was just, a, you know, I mean, I meant it sweetly. I hope you go with God. So, yes. yeah, so um, till the next time, little godlings, uh, we'll, uh, I'll see you later. Rattling of keys, I've got to go. I've got some, you know, yes. I've, I've got some stuff to do. I've got you locked out of the house now. You have to use the keys to get back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he locks me out of everywhere. As soon as I'm outside, he locks the door. He's like, ah, oh, good, she's gone. I can, you know. Just a couple of moments of privacy. Yeah. Okay. Adieu. Let me out of here. Let me out. Let me out. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you give enough, anyone enough money and success, they turn into a dick. I say let's try it. Let's start with me. So you would like the money and success Let's to see? Give me a ton of money and success and see what happens. Well, I think you probably turn into a <laughs> jerk. I mean, that seems like what happens to everybody, right? No, I think it just—I think it just accelerates your jerkiness. I think you are already a jerk. I don't. Th- I think some people. There's lots of rich people that are still pretty nice. That are like rich, powerful people that still right. do lots of good things and. Yeah, nice people. Yeah, well, I not everybody gets drunk with power. I feel like uh, I'm lucky because I've never been tested. (laughs) Yeah, me neither. (laughs) Um, Not to complain. I mean, I'm very happy with the where I'm at in my life and my house and my you know career and everything. But uh, yeah, it would be interesting to (laughs) see what it would be like to be that mega rich, popular. You know, you just your perception of the world, I think, gets distorted because. because everybody is kissing your ass all the time. Yeah, I mean, I think it also depends what stage of your life. Like, if you're a Justin Bieber and you have that happening when you're 18 or 19 and you have a ton of money and stuff, of course you're going to become because you haven't really. You, you think you're yet. magic and special. Well, you think you're a man, but you're not a. You haven't really developed yet. But if if it comes to somebody at at your stage in life where you've already established yourself and your career, like you're you're fully formed. 
right. who you are. So it's not you're not all of a sudden going to be like you I'm know more what? that. I'm going down to Belize for two weeks on a coke binge. <laughs> yeah, you know? no, I'm more that Jed Clampett kind of. <laughs> that's where I'm at in my career. If I got famous, it would be like I I struck oil while I was shooting at a raccoon. <laughs> And so I would just change my life a little bit, not a lot. Follow-up question, can that actually happen? Can, can, you, actually can you strike oil while you're shooting, shooting at raccoons? Because maybe that's something we should be doing. Um, I think it's a long shot. I think when it comes to getting rich by shooting at raccoons, you might be better off buying lottery tickets. I don't know. This sounds like a pretty... This sounds cheaper than uh, buying lottery tickets. Well, I'm you gotta sure get the. You gotta are, get the. Where do you find the raccoons to shoot at? You gotta go out in the woods. Although we did have a raccoon right behind our house. You might odd, have oil right here. <laughs> the odds you could be think, sitting on a I, lot of oil. I think the odds. If I shot a raccoon on the back fence of my house, the odds are that I would go to jail as opposed to get rich because I might hit my neighbor. Maybe what we do is we find out where the raccoons are. We start drilling underneath the raccoons to see if there's oil down there. Well, Maybe they gravitate towards oil. Maybe they're like, hey, I like this kind of oil. It is possible. I like to think that ExxonMobil would have thought of that, but uh, we could be the first to have that, this idea. <laughs> if anyone from Exxon is listening, they're just gonna, they're like, you know what we should do in the Arctic? Release a bunch of raccoons up there. Mm-hmm. And what is this idea based on? It's this TV show, the Beverly Hillbillies, from, uh, you know, it's, okay, it's black and white. It's, it's black a long and white. It a while ago. But nobody's nobody's capitalized on this idea. Nobody's yeah. gone for it. It could be. It could be a way to strike oil. I'd love to. I'd love to strike oil. Wouldn't it be? It would be interesting. I think to still be able to do my career the way it is. You know, I, I always kind of feel like I've got the right amount of fame because people show up to the show and we all have a good time. But then I can go to the bar across the street without getting, you know, kind of, yeah. Like yeah. if you're. If you're Adam Sandler and you walk into a bar, I think it's just all over. Yeah. Everybody's coming over. They all got to get your autograph. They all got to try and remember some movie that they can tell you you were great yeah. in. And you got to be nice to them. And which even when it settled down, the, at the end of the night, people are still shouting lines from the movie. <laughs> you're yeah, still yeah. screaming, water boy! <laughs> yeah, so I think he's... Pro- I've, got a, I've got a pretty sweet level of uh, f- fame and showbiz success where I'm enjoying myself and I make a nice living. But then if on top of that, I was also rich from some other thing at this point, not not my whole career, because I th- feel like if you're rich when you first start out, then you don't really try to do comedy that hard. I mean, the first the first you know time you get heckled, you're just like, fuck this. I don't need this. <laughs> I'm going back to my mansion. <laughs> but I feel like now, if I was to become rich, uh, I don't even know if I would buy a mansion. I think I'd just get this place no. recarpeted. Yeah. <laughs> Which would be a great idea, by the way. Yeah, this carpet in the in the <laughs> potatorium is, uh, this has been in here probably going on uh, 15 years. And uh, it's it's not indoor, outdoor, but uh, it sometimes I have to rake the leaves in but here. it could be. It yeah. could be. It, it, it's not. I mean, it's not certified. It's not certified, but it is capable of doing that. Yeah, so I have to rake the leaves in here. There was a, I did, uh, I don't think a raccoon has ever been in here, but I, I know a squirrel got in here one time and got into my candy bar supply. <laughs> you, you really are Jed Clampett. <laughs> I know for a fact I got a squirrel in here somewhere. <laughs> no, I, I got him out. I knew he was in here because it was like I went in the house to to do something when I came back out here, uh, but I, you know, 45 minutes later. Uh, it was chaos. Things had been spilled over. And it was not complete chaos, not destroyed, but you could sort of tell 
that the squirrel enjoyed some of this and opened yeah. some of that and ate some of this. And then when I came in, it was a squirrel. <laughs> he, ran, he ran out that hole over there. And then uh, the fact I, that there's a hole over there is also interesting. But, you know. It just goes doesn't go outside. It just you, goes under the house. But I had the door open to go under the crawl space under the house, so I think he came in that way. Oh. And that's the way it went back. Did out. you have time to pack your musket and get a shot at him? No, I did not get a shot at him. <laughs> I didn't even really get a good look at him. Yeah. But I had to I <laughs> Officer, I didn't get a good look at him. But I want I want to show you what he did to my candy bars. Look, it's a look squirrel, at, all right. Yeah. So let's just kill them all. <laughs> So, 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 what kind of charges can I file here against? That's this? our approach to terrorism. It's. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think we know what country it came from. Let's go kill them all. Well, hang on, hang on there. So now uh, I really want to see you have tons of money to see what would happen. I do. <laughs> what would you do? My squirrel would trapping just... operation would take would take <laughs> yeah. right off. Well, I didn't. I just want to be clear that uh, that was. I didn't kill any neighborhood squirrels. No, there's there's still around here. I had a buddy of mine one time. We were talking about that, like what would happen if he was he he had a potential thing happening, and he was like, "Man, if if I do get a ton of money, I'll just blow it." <laughs> you know, like, he knew right away. I can't tell the way like, that you said that. If if it was like, "Oh, that's I can't wait to do that," or. I feel bad, but I know that that's what. Yeah, he was just like, I know. He's like, what would you do if you had? It? And I was like, well, I would. I have a few ideas of things that I would do, but I'm like, my life wouldn't really change that much. I don't think. Like, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't go buy a. <clears throat> excuse me. Private jet or something, you know? Yeah, like private jet seems extreme. Well, what would he, you do? But he was. Uh, well, what What would he do? How would he? Well, he was it? just you like, know? yeah. He was just like, I would immediately buy a Ferrari and. <laughs> And do like you know he was like just stupid things like all the things that he wanted to do I was just like yeah those are all bad ideas to do with money he's like I have a huge party yeah book out of this place and I was just like yeah yeah you're probably but at least you know that about yourself so maybe uh, if if the time comes if that ever does happen you, you maybe take a few steps to to not hang yourself <laughs> yeah well yeah I don't. I would. I don't know what I would do. I probably. I. I don't know that I could. I don't know that I could work. I've less, much less. I feel like I'm already working just kind of the right amount. I like the amount I'm working. I like the places that I'm working. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what I would really change. And maybe I would. Maybe I would. Maybe I would. Uh, Take a couple less gigs and do uh, do some more sets goofing off in town, or maybe I I don't know what I would do different. Yeah. I should think about it. That's going to be. It. I'm going to have to think about this because you know, man, it's probably the things that I want to do. You know, like you sit down and think about it. And you go, yeah, what I would do is I would produce my own YouTube show. <laughs> it's like, well, why don't you just do that, you dumbass? Do that now, yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of it is you know you just want to pay off your stuff and maybe and you know. Yeah, but put okay. some away for the future, so you don't have to worry about. That. And then maybe I don't know, maybe you take, maybe you take an extra vacation a year or something. I don't yeah, know but that, you, but you know that's that's kind of where I, I'm at the same place. You pay off your stuff and put some away for the future. But I mean, I'm already sort of 
doing that at a slower rate. So it would, I mean, I'm paying my mortgage, I'm paying my mortgage and I'm saving some for the kids college and stuff. So I'm already doing that. So to say, yeah, I would pay that off. And then I, and then what I would do, I would, I would high five myself for a couple of days. I just go, yeah, I, I, I won. I, I, it's sort of like you're trying to complete the game of life. Like you're just like, I just want it. Like you're playing risk. You ever play risk? Remember that game? (laughs) We're trying to take over the world. And once you get momentum on your side, it's just a it's just a grind but yeah. you're going other people will go because you have enough armies and yeah. it's just the dice probabilities on your side it's yeah. just like you're just going to grind them down and i feel like not exactly like that's where i'm in my life but there's a good chance that i might be able to grind this i might be able to run the clock out and win this thing yeah <laughs> it can run the clock out. Yeah, that's how I'm at. That's right. Not in a. I mean that in a positive way, not in a negative way. You know what I mean? I it's mean, just if you like, ever win the lottery, that's not the spiel that they want to hear when when they do the press conference. No, um, <laughs> that's not as exciting as just like hey, I'm just gonna run the clock out here. What? Well, the first thing I'm gonna do, <laughs> I'm gonna start my own YouTube channel, renegotiate my yeah. I'm gonna, well, okay, I'm gonna right. run the clock out. I'm gonna produce my own YouTube TV show. It this would, is this actually would be a great speech if you won the lottery because it would just make everyone so crazy. People would be so angry. Like this fucking this idiot wants to have a YouTube channel. He can do that on his own. I want to buy a Ferrari and a mansion and a big marble dolphin. What are you going to quit your job? No, I'm not going to quit my job. (laughs) I'm going to quit doing yard work. (laughs) I may hire someone to flush the toilet from now on. I was going to say, just ridiculous tasks. Like, who's that? That's my toilet flusher. He comes by three times a day. Yeah. And that guy over there, he's the guy who puts cream in my coffee. But sometimes I drink it black, so he's got the day off. <laughs> that other guy butters my toast. I, I was thinking about having a guy double up, but sometimes, you know, it gets hectic. I had my uh, sister told, I, I'm pretty sure it was my sister, somebody that she knew or worked with, won, they won the lottery. Uh-huh. And she was married and had kids and stuff, and they just, they just kept their jobs. They kept working, and but they had just a, a ton of money now. Uh-huh. And I was like, really? They didn't really change it? She's like, no, I mean, they paid off their house, and they, she's like, now when they go on a trip, they go to, like, Italy for two months, <laughs> kind of thing, you know. But mm-hmm. she's like, basically, other than that, you know, they have some some nicer things and they treat themselves to something. But really, they're still working and doing, which would be, which is kind of weird, but kind of awesome too at the same time. That you're well, just like, because because she was like, what what am I going to do if I just and then I just sit at home and do nothing? Or I mean, I guess it's I guess you have to have something that you were really passionate about. Because if you just didn't have to work anymore, you would just you would just go to mush, right? You'd have to either have a charity that you wanted to get really involved with or have... Well, you got to do something all gotta, day. I mean, I mean, sure, something. yeah, drinking all day, that sounds great. Well, I mean, but, I mean, if I've... you've ever tried that... <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, I take this, yes, I have. Yeah. It's I, great. I take that one-week-year <laughs> vacation to New Orleans. I wouldn't say I drink all day, but I drink as much as I want. Yeah. You know, I'm just doing whatever I want for a whole week, watching music and eating delicious food and having some drinks. It's a great time. But uh, to imagine a whole life for that, I mean, you wouldn't last. You wouldn't last a year. No. I think you just something no. would blow up or liquefy yeah, inside that's, of that's you. That's a lifestyle you have to have started when you were in your teenage or twenties or something. And you're still going out at fifty, sixty years old. Yeah. Anyway, but your body has to build a tolerance. You can't just 
cold start into that one here. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm agreeing with you that uh, you'd have to ha- you got to do something with your days. I mean, you yeah. sure you can goof off for a lot of days. You can yeah. go to Disneyland every day for <laughs> until you're sick of that. You can drink every day until <laughs> you're sick of that. I mean, there's those things that are, you play golf every day. But, yeah, and, uh, but eventually you're gonna have to do something. I actually feel I like my yeah job artistic you know it makes it's fun i picked a good thing that i like to do so so yeah i'd start my start my youtube <laughs> i gotta we gotta start the youtube channel now, <laughs> now, I mean, this is, now that i realize what i would do if i was rich and then I feel uh, like we've got a great uh <laughs> we've got a great props room here just in the in the podcasting room i here's what we've i can't some decide to put some ties no it's <laughs> nice in here i can't figure out if i was going to shoot in here though you know the impulse is you sit at the desk and you shoot back that way but then this view is not so good so maybe you put it's the a little cameras tight. here it's a little and tight you, well but maybe you put the cameras here and you shoot back i got my painting by tom wilson you in do here. a green screen. or maybe you put the camera maybe you put a bunch of cameras you just walk around in here and yeah and just freak everybody out with a whole bunch that's of what i need angles. i need somebody to put to wire some uh cameras in here you need to figure maybe, out i'd like to figure out how to do that you know because uh, maybe some, i just put a gopro on my head and uh, <laughs> we just you know, we just gopro each other yeah we just gopro each other just whatever we're doing that's what you see i think that that's where it's headed you know twitter is great <laughs> but why can't people just listen to everything i say all day long yeah <laughs> It's a 24-hour podcast. It puts this whole NSA thing in perspective, you know, where they're spying on people and reading their emails and listening to their phone calls. It's like, no, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying trying to make my entire life available to people. Like, here, listen in. And then I focus down and do the show. Like, when you come to the show, that's a focus down. Like, I'm I'm not no bullshit for an hour. I'm really trying yeah. <laughs> to entertain you. But the rest of the time, every once in a while, I come out with a little gem if you happen to be listening. You could just tune in at random. It would be like a little hole that you peek through in your yeah. in your wall. What if you could peek through a hole in your wall and then see my life from I'm there? I'm pretty sure you can do that in places. There's a lot of places you can actually peek through a hole in the wall. To see someone else's life. Yeah. Well, it's on the Internet, you have to pay for that. That's a thing that you got to... Oh, right, the spinal lady camera. But it's yeah. not really spinal lady because it's spinal lady when she knows that you're spying on her. And yeah, what I'm talking true. about... You're talking about just, hey, First Jake of all, I'm not a lady. Well, Jake might be taking a nap on the sofa. And I'll forget that you're spying on me. You know, I'm on TV all the time. Yeah. I probably have a GoPro where one's one's aimed out and one's aimed behind me and then one's aimed back at my face. So right. you can watch yeah. all of it. <laughs> you better work on strengthening your neck. I know. It's a very heavy... Oh, it's going to be hard to get used to wearing that hat. I don't even know if I want to be rich anymore. <laughs> yeah, I just want to get this helmet on start living yeah. my life. Yeah, if I was really rich... I would take this stupid helmet off. I don't want to be in a YouTube <laughs> reality show about my head anymore. Thing is, I blew all my money starting this YouTube channel. Right. Now I gotta do it. I've got zero subscribers too. It's all free promoted yeah. giveaway. And if people. I shut down the YouTube channel, that's it. I got nothing, I got nothing to live for. I gotta admit that I didn't deserve this money. <laughs> so yeah. And then the vacation thing. Yeah, I would take some vacations. We take some pretty nice vacations. I feel like, yeah, maybe take a couple more vacations a year to be able to just go, like, bust out and go to Paris or Africa. Those are my two choices. (laughs) I like that. They're very similar. Those are close. Um, Yeah, and also, I mean, I think maybe when you do the vacation, maybe just do the things that maybe ordinarily maybe wouldn't have done, right? Maybe do the, uh, the zip line. 
right? Because you thought before you're like, well, for all of us to do the zip line, that's a little that's a little pricey. We did the zip line when we were in Costa Rica. I, that was a bad so example. That's a bad like, example. Whatever. But, but you know, like the thing that the boat tour or whatever, they just go, well, I don't know if we need to do that. Yeah, we, did go, you know what? we did the boat tour. Let's too. do the four day boat tour. With uh-huh. the, you know, we're out there. We or we do the private one, just us. Yeah, you know, you maybe you maybe up up the ante a little bit. Uh huh. Sounds like you're already up the ante anyway. So well, I mean, the, that's the problem. Is like I'm I'm doing. No, I mean, I, not that I'm. You know what I'm starting to suspect? Here's what you I'm are doing. one of those rich guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm to, lying to you, I'm Nigel. To, is there a safe in the floor here? I'll I pull it back some this indoor outdoor carpeting and see. I could recarpet this the, thing anytime I want. <laughs> this, I'm like one this, of those bag ladies who's got a million dollars. This this floor, this indoor outdoor carpeting is covering gold bars. Yeah. Uh, it. No, I, I guess I would. Ch- I wouldn't. We're already doing that stuff, and I don't like to stay in those. Uh, I don't, I'm not a big four Super star fancy, resort big, hotel yeah. person. I'd rather I'd rather rent somebody's house and be close to the beach, and you know. I don't like to have people. I don't like the whole thing at the hotel where people are spying on you. Not that they're spying on you, but they, they you know, they come in your room and put your shampoo back where they think it should go, and <laughs> like, hey, <laughs> you gotta leave a note. This is where I want my shampoo. <laughs> you leave my razor where it is. All right, I like it like that. No, but they'll they'll sometimes make a little. They'll they'll take one of the washcloths out and they'll lay your razor and your toothpaste and your yeah. floss. You know, when you get to stay in a fancy they're hotel. They're touching, they're touching everything. All your stuff. Who knows what they're doing with the Who business end of that toothbrush? <laughs> Who knows what they're doing with your razor when you're not looking? Oh, uh, shaving their pubes and yeah, brushing she's their doing butt. A, she's doing a quick touch-up on her armpits. <laughs> oh, man. Oh! <laughs> oh, that goes on my face. So if I was rich, I don't think that necessarily I would st- stay anywhere different than I'm already yeah. staying. Because I don't like to stay in those super fancy places. I tell you what, though, I would definitely, it's fly business class, I think. If I was rich. Oh, if I, class if I was super, class, super rich, I would go private plane rich. That's, that would be I still, I don't even, I can't even imagine being that rich. I'm sure that that's what happens, just like those jackasses in the movie we reviewed. Because, yeah. Well, because that. Yeah, for you know, going first class, business class, whatever, that's way better. It's so much better. And the lineups and everything at the airport, everything's better. First for class sure. I could understand business class or first class, but Yes. It, but the it would be hard though is a different because I know people that do See, it. See, but and it's oh man. You just drive you just drive your car right in. You just drive up there. I hear you. And about you walk that. on the plane, there's no there's nothing you get on there, you fly, you land, you just walk right up. I mean This started off by nice me time. saying that once you get to be rich, you kinda can't help but becoming a douche. Yeah. And you're already <laughs> No, I'm you're saying already, that's the one thing. I'm no, saying but you're advocating, if there was one thing. I just feel like all private plane flying there's you're yes. a douche, sort of, if you're doing it. You can't help. I mean, not well, in a good, in a good. Like you're successful, I'm but it's like you really, fly, really, you, you can't. Okay, if you're if you're one of these super movie star guys who can't go to the regular airport and be around the regular yeah, people, because people, and you can't sit in your first class seat because every jackass who walks by has to high five you and talk to you for five minutes. I I get okay. Then you got to fly commercial, but uh, or you got to fly a private plane. But yeah. otherwise, I don't know. I'm not going to talk you out of it. If you're paying for the private, if you're taking the <laughs> private plane up to Jackson Hole, I'm coming with you. Wow, I don't know if I want to go to Jackson Hole on a private plane. Can't we do what I, I want to do every once in a while? I thought you wanted to go to Africa. You're right. You're right. So we're taking the private jet to Paris, and then we're going to yeah. Africa. Or, yeah, yeah. or vice, we can go whatever order Maybe you want. You get to go wherever you want when you go to the private plane. You're like, hey, let's stop over here. Yeah. Right? It gets expensive, though. That's a good way to blow yeah, your Yeah, it is super... It is, like, ridiculous. I sort of uh, found out what some of those things cost, and it's pretty 
amazing. See, I mean, because because when I found out what it costs for a lot of those, like even you can do the tie, like the shared mm-hmm. things where you don't actually own the jit, but you buy into it like a timeshare kind of mm-hmm. thing. But even then, I was just like, the, why not just fly first class? Like I, I had the same argument as you. I was like, I think I would just have to do first class because it's still way way cheaper and it's less yeah, hassle it's it's a lot less hassle i'm just saying in an in like in a dream type world it would be pretty awesome to not have to go through all the airport so the, for stuff. the first few years of being a rich guy you would probably just fly first class until finally you were just like oh, god i've had it okay, <laughs> fine yeah no i actually don't think i could do i think it would be fun to do like once or mm-hmm. twice or something you know yeah but I, I mean, I couldn't see doing know. it regular. I mean, I, unless you were, like, I get to right fly on a, I get to fly on a private plane one time, and uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah. But but I just once you kind of see what it costs, it seems like it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't yeah. justify. Can't, can't be worth that. But that's how I feel about first class on the plane now. From where I am with my income now, <laughs> I can't just say, look, I'm just going to pay to be up in first class. It hurts too much financially. But I, you could get to that point where it's like I can spend that money and not even feel it. Then maybe that's what you do. Yeah, it's yeah, hard. So to, it's all relative. It's being able to figure out when you can actually <laughs> when you're at that level and when you're not. Because I feel like there's a lot of people who are like, I'm buying the Mercedes, and they go, and I feel like, well, maybe you should move out of the studio apartment first. Yeah, you know, well, that's a big thing down here. There's a guy <laughs> like in my old place out here, and he had this really nice car, and it was parked on the street all the time because it's got. A, and then I saw him. I was like, so he's got a crappy apartment with no parking. So uh-huh. he just parked it on the street all the time. And I was like, your car is worth more than your... Like, you're, you're probably have your car payment is higher than your rent payment. Well, I'm right. Sure. All of this stuff in his house is worth less yeah. than what he's got parked in the street. Yeah. Like, if that car gets makes, stolen, your net worth goes down by 80%. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it makes no sense. Yeah, but there's a lot of that down here. There's a big, and I think it's that fake it till you make yeah, it thing. Yeah, show, like, putting like, it hey, in front. Like, hey, look, I'm successful. Otherwise, how could I have this car? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, have you seen... Uh, there was a pretty good... There's, well, I've seen a couple of good documentaries about um, people that lose it. Like, that. there's one about lottery winners and people that win the lottery, and then... Within two years, they're completely broke. No, you know, they win. Do you know the name of that? Because I would like. No, to. I don't. But I look it up. And my buddy of mine was telling me there was another great one about he's because we were talking about this, and he said uh, with professional athletes, he just watched one about professional athletes that is retire, and six months after they retire, they're completely broke. I, Guys that have been making twenty million dollars a year. Uh, but most, I think he said it was mostly football players. I don't know if it was an NFL. Or if it was professional athletes in general, and they can't. But those guys that at that point you you made all time. that money being a professional athlete. Your you body's can't, shot. It's Once over. you retire, a lot of times it's because your body's shot. You're yeah, you're done. Like, you and they just play. blow through all their dough, and then that's it. Yeah, because they they feel like they're making. So, so they're buying you know d- diamond earrings and jewels and stuff, and they're buying houses and buying cars for their friends, and because they think oh, I'm making twenty million dollars a year, I've got all this money. It's endless but then you get injured or you know you're you buy a 20 million dollar house and it's like well that was your whole year's salary so now that's gone and then you've got to pay the taxes and everything on top of that so there's just this sort of snowballing 
you know, in your mm-hmm. mind, like you and I think, you think $20 million, there's no way you could spend that in a year. Well, I'm ready right, to watch the sort of... Rich Guys Who Blew It documentary anytime. Okay, Let's, that'll be our next one. So I don't know if we're going to have time prior to this podcast episode coming out. No, but... no, we won't, but it'll be in the future. That'll be coming up. Stay tuned, everybody. Yeah, Rich Guys But it sounded fascinating and also very, you know, sort of like, yeah, it seems like a no-brainer that people could easily have that happen, that... Well, that's I mean, the, especially because you've got all these people on the take, right? You've got managers and agents and friends and family and everybody's and they're not soaking money out of you. And a lot of those, uh, like business managers, especially yeah. their thing, you know, they're just they're kind of investing your money, but they know you're a moron, so you're not keeping track of whether they're doing a good job or not. Yeah. So they can kind of do what they want. And, and if they lose your money, they're like, "Hey, I lost it. Sorry, man." Yeah, sorry. That's no, the bad luck of the market. Yeah, you the know? market. Dip there. Oops. Yeah. You couldn't have done yes. any better because we know you're, we both know you're a dumbass. <laughs> you've, you've admitted you're a dumbass by hiring me. Yeah. You so just. All I got to do is prove I'm less of a dumbass than you. Yeah. And, uh, and maybe I didn't with that last move. But also, maybe I'm smarter than you and I just took your money. Yeah. Maybe you would have been I'm broke. I'm really not going to say it right now. Maybe you would have been broke sooner than this <laughs> if it hadn't been for me. How about that? That's a yeah. tough argument that when you're yeah. trying to justify your salary that way. Yeah. But. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, I think that would be pretty tough, too, to have. Because at least right now, I think it sounds like sort of both of us, it's like if you had a ton of money, you haven't experienced those things anyway. So it's the appeal. I think as you get older, the appeal of those stupid things is less. Well, don't get me wrong. I would get a... I would get a big TV, and I might get one of those nice Audis. Yeah, but I think the the, but the sort of ridiculous things are, are less. Yeah, yeah. You, I'm not going to blow. I'm not going to get a diamond hat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Although now that you mention that, yeah, I might get a I might get a tummy tuck and some peck implants. <laughs> Ooh, see implants. There's some. There's a place we haven't gone yet. Yeah, I don't know. But I think also that, I mean, it would be amazing to be at that level and then have it all taken away. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about a crush. I mean, that would be the hardest thing, right? When you go from living... Well, dude, that that's uh, the Queen of Versailles thing that we talked yeah. about on here. That was depressing enough. I mean, now you're talking about a movie where you know that's going to happen. I mean, I just don't know if I have the stomach for it. I mean, I, just, I feel like, sure, there's a healthy amount of, oh, look at the stupid rich people that we all kind of enjoy but i don't want to see somebody's life get destroyed the only the reason i would watch it is is to if if i felt like hey look by looking at these people who have it all and i'm as happy as that's the lesson that i want to to learn that i that i'm always trying to you know because you always kind of feel like like how we started off like if if i got rich then my life would be finally i could stop (laughs) worrying and it's just like look what am i worried about the things i'm worried about First of all, they're not happening right now. They're not. I'm not. I'm not broke. I don't have to right. sell my house and move off into the street. I, I'm not devastated by medical bills in my old age. That those are just things that might happen. That I. That if I was rich, I would know that they're not going to happen. So I could really kind of relax about those things now. Right. And, and you know, as long as I'm doing everything, I'm saving as much as I can. I'm doing my best. You know. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. So, so the more if I could watch that movie and feel like if it would help me to feel like, hey, look, just chill. You don't need to. Yeah, worry I don't about know. It. I don't know what the general scope. I know that there was a component of uh, a guy who I think was a former athlete or was somehow involved, but he's now financial advisor. And there's sort of a component of this guy going to the new guys and being like, hey, 
I'm going to try and help you so this doesn't happen to you. Right. That's good. And that, so there was, I know there was sort of a positive spin of that, but then also that was like a lot of guys were like, no, I don't think so, pal. Yeah. You know, yeah, they don't want to, they don't need to. I'm the young, I mean, successful hotshot. Yeah. You're the old guy who blew his money. Why should I listen to you? Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay. Um, what about, though, the one about the people who win the lottery? Now, I love that we're talking about movies that yeah. we haven't seen. I'm asking you questions about a movie <laughs> that you haven't seen. No, Tell I, me more I about the conversation see... you had with your friend about a thing that he watched. I did see this lottery one, but it was a long time ago, and mm-hmm. I don't remember. It was just... But it was about these people who was it was just following up on people. It told their story of like this person won the lottery in you know Kentucky, and this is how mm-hmm. much he won, and and here he is now. Right. This is you know seven years later. Right. And it was just amazing what people spent their money on. I mean, a lot. Some of them were okay. A lot of them were broke, and some of them were just like this one guy. He was just he had nothing. He was back at his old job. But he still he bought oh. he, he built a huge mansion and Could he, did he still have bought, the mansion? Yeah, like, he still had his mansion and everything, but he had no money. But he built his mansion in you know it was somewhere in like Arkansas, like where so he no was. one so is going to buy his mansion. So nobody's going to buy his mansion anyways. And then, I mean, I think the property taxes on it are probably nothing. So working his job, he can it's all paid for. Right, so, so he, he can it. still manage but the Walmart and yeah, he to can live still in work in a, in a, and stay in his man. Like he, but it was just. <laughs> It was so ridiculous, the stuff that he did, like the things that he built in it. He had, like, you know, this giant fountain thing, and it was uh-huh. it was really hodgepodgey, like just crazy. He had uh-huh. no sort of, it was, it was like the salesman, like a bunch of different salesmen showed up and went, hey, this is super expensive, you want to put this in your house? And he went, yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll put that in my house. Put the big fountain there. Is that a custom pool table? Put that custom pool table right next to the fountain. Hey, what's that, a big screen TV? Why don't you put that on top of the fountain? <laughs> so you do want to hire an architect or an interior designer, I think. Yeah, I think you got to go with the pro. But this yeah. guy, he just kind of slapped all this stuff together, and then he was totally broke, but still, you mm. know, back at his regular job and living his life. So, okay. I mean, it wasn't too sad, but well, so we're going to watch that. Was, we know we're going to watch that. It was just sort of fascinating what people spent their money on. They're like, really, you did a, a like a you hired a you got an Italian marble sculpture of yourself. Car. <laughs> really? Like, yeah, yeah, nice. like just, okay, I can't wait to see you it. Know, and you're just kind of like, why? But you live in, but you're living in Arkansas. Nobody cares. What? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I can't imagine you even wanting that. Like, you don't seem like the kind of person that would even want that. Like, I just feel like some guy was like, he heard that this guy won the lottery. You know, the marble, and just sculpt- showed up, the marble like, sculptor was like, I got to get to that guy's house immediately. Get a piece of rock with his face <laughs> in it. <laughs> hey, uh, so... Here's what we're going to do. We're going to uh, watch that eventually. Right now, we're going to think about, well, I'm not going to see you because I'm going to New Zealand Zealand. next week, and uh, I'm going to be there for three weeks. So I've got a couple of episodes of the podcast coming up. Next week is the 50th episode, and I'm going to talk to my friend Christopher Moore about his ideas for a commencement address. And then I'm going to talk to another friend of mine, Scott Wilson, who's the house MC in Lexington, about his life and choices that he's made in comedy. And uh, while those things are happening, I'm going to try and do an episode in New Zealand with my wife, and then we're going to be back at it the end of July. Are you going to be back from Canada then? Because you're going back to Canada. Yeah, I'll be here. What are you doing up in Canada? I'm just going up. I'm just doing a quick trip up. Take do me do yourself a favor. What? Take a shot at a raccoon while you're up there. I am going to for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm shooting at every raccoon. Or I follow see. him around. You don't have to kill him. You could just no. follow him around with a That's stick and thinking. poke I, into the ground. Right. I just, think mostly just see where they're hanging out, mm-hmm. and then and then peel back a bit of that soil. 
yeah. us down. Yeah. I don't know how deep you have to go for the oil. Like more than a foot? I think most of the time it's more than a foot down, yeah. But if you, but he I'm just no, shot um, at it. He I'm no, like what a, do you call a geologist? But yeah. uh, He just shot at it, and the oil came shooting up, though. So, I mean... That was back in the day. There used to be oil just right one bullet shot underground. Yeah. The oil used to be less than a foot, but now we found all the stuff that's less than a foot, and now we have to go further. Is that what you're saying? It might have already been bubbling up before he shot, and then he just went over to see where the coon went, and then he saw it was bubbling up. It's just hard hard to believe because he was out in a place where he was... We can contact the Beverly Hillbillies and get further details on this. Yeah. I think it's too late to go deep on any kind of Beverly Hillbilly knowledge, but we can... <laughs> I feel like Did you ever go somebody, deep on Beverly Hillbilly Somebody's knowledge? been there already, but... Maybe. Maybe not. But So well. we're going to make a list. We're going to look into our... Uh, hey, and that's something that people um, who are listening could do, too. They could uh, email me, uh-huh. jake at jakethis.com, about uh, if you have any ideas about what you would... What would you spend your money on if you were rich? Yeah. You know, what if you were rich, how would you change your life? Because I think... I think most people kind of have this idea that they really want to be rich, but then when it comes down to it, the things that they want are are just barely out of their reach. Like, you don't have to be rich. You just have to save up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel that way about myself. Like, because being rich, in terms of material things, I don't, I don't think... I think everybody thinks that's what's going to make you feel great. Like, I'm going to buy a Porsche, and then I'll mm-hmm. feel great about myself. But I, I don't know. I don't ever get, like... When I do buy something that I think I really wanted, I go and, and I'm like, oh, I really want to get one. And then I get it. And, I just, and then afterwards, I think, well, I don't know. It, really, yeah. it doesn't make, I don't get off, you know what I mean? I don't get off on it. It's not like, well, I'm glad I, I bought that because I like it. But it's not, I mean, if it got stolen tomorrow, I guess. It you would get a, you could get a, you could, I don't have I anything that's so, like, I can't get another. Yeah. I, I love my phone, my iPhone. I yeah. love it. And, I, and it's exciting when you get the new thing. And I can do a lot of, I do a lot of my stuff on it. I like it. But, uh, you know, it's not, it's also, it's not like a ridiculous, I mean, sure, it is ridiculous to some people to have a smartphone and be walking around. Yeah. But, uh, no, I'm the same way. Like, I love my bike. It's a nice bike. But if it <laughs> got bike. stolen, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's one of those that, like, I like it. Was, like, I like my I, computer, but I can wait till it sort of wears out and then get a new computer, and then I'll like that. You know? Yeah. It's not like the novelty of things wears off really quickly. And a lot of times, it's like if you up the ante and go with the most expensive thing that you think you can get of that, whatever mm-hmm. that item is. I don't know, a lot of times for me, I'm just like, hey, I could have just got the other one, too. I don't know. Yeah, Bang & Olufsen. You ever go in one of those Bang & Olufsen stores? <laughs> no. <laughs> There's no. these, uh, I can't remember if it's Norwegian or Danish or Swiss stereos. Yeah. And uh, they sound great, and their design is ridiculous. They always look like they're from some other dimension or some future yeah. place <laughs> where the, the stereo is better. And they always have them in a room that's perfectly acoustically designed so when you go into the store and you look at the thing it's like i've never seen anything like that and then the guy turns it up you're like holy cow it's like uh, it's like the music is happening inside of my head but i it then they tell you how much it costs and you're like okay well it's fun i'll stop back and listen to it again sometime why don't you keep it in fact why don't you get the new one every year and i'll come in and listen to the new one in here for two minutes and then i'll go home and put my headphones on and listen to what i want yeah Everything has a tipping point yeah. where you're just sort of like, well, I could just go with my little Bose speakers. Yeah. They're fine. They're good. Yeah. I mean, that might be great, but also for the, it's, you know, it's like flying private. 
It's like getting on a private jet. Sure, it's great, but is it really worth it in terms of the price difference? It's nice that we're taking a little break from our post-apocalyptic, normal kind of like sword-fighting yeah. zombies that we have to talk because that's where a lot of times do you think the future is going. But these yeah. these rich guy fantasies are so optimistic. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you imagine you're going to get $150 million and just ride around in private jets forever yeah. when the fact is, hey, if when it goes, when it's zombie poc- when it's zombie time, it's your rich guy thing is over. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, not for me because I would have a zombie bunker. That's one thing I didn't mention that I would build. You would build a zombie bunker? Yeah, of course. If you have a because you got to store all your money down there. Where would you? You can't spend <laughs> your money after it. You don't know anything. No, no. About the zombie apocalypse. Well, well, Jake, you convert your money to gold. Uh huh. So it's useful. Who cares about gold when zombies are eating your intestines? Ah, you still people still want to have a little. Where are you going to build your bunker? Uh, well, I can't tell you that. Otherwise, At least you're no that point. smart. I thought yeah. was, that was a test to see if you were a moron. <laughs> Never tell anyone where you're putting your zombie bunker, okay, listeners? Yeah. I'm just kidding. It's going to be in your yard. Because <laughs> that's the last place. I'm... Hey, I honey, have you noticed that there's a zombie bunker in our yard and Nigel's in it? No, no. I, I'm going to bring the backhoe in when you go to New Zealand. Uh-huh. Dig yeah. it in. While you're gone. Mm-hmm. And then there'll just be a little hatch over there. You that hopefully you won't notice. Yeah, put a little, I'll put some grass back over top. Of like that stump in Hogan's Heroes where they come out <laughs> yeah. of the stump. How about that, everybody? TV shows from 40 years ago. Yeah, we got some old TV references on this one. Yeah. Guys, go watch Nick at Night. <laughs> it's nice. Do they even have Nick at Night now? I don't know. Do they? Well, it all turns into Pawn Stars. That's it the problem. Does. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could, goes, I turned on the history show. I was backstage Star? in uh, Denver, and they had the TV in the green room, you know, and nobody uh-huh. really had the energy to change a channel, and it was on with the sound off. But it was pawn, It was the history channel, and it was Pawn Stars for the whole time, five whole, hours. Yeah. Two shows, two comedy shows worth of backstage time. It was Pawn Stars on the history yeah. channel. Now, come on. So that's why Nick at Night could now be... There's too many channels. I don't think people are... I was at the Improv last night, and they were playing in the bar. They had Dateline on, like, you know, with, where they're showing the, like some guy's trial because he murdered 8 million people. And it's like, why, why do you have that? Some guy murdered 8 million people? Well, I don't know. Was it it's, Hitler's it's trial? Some, <laughs> no, it's always some awful... Yeah, you know, Dateline, yeah, Dateline know. has a really, some kind of awful, terrible trial going on of some... Mm-hmm. Awful person, but I was like, "Is that really what you want to have going on at the bar? You want everybody watching that while we're waiting yes. to go, waiting yes, to go into do. the show?" Yes, we do. Yeah, I think nobody's paying it. There's so many TVs and so many. Wait, channels but they remodeled the Improv, and now they're watching Nightline in the bar. That's Dateline. why they fixed it up. Dateline, Dateline not Nightline. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> it been okay yeah. with Night. I mean, Nightline would have been. But they, but they remodeled the bar so that they could watch that. I mean, I thought there was no. It's just what was on. I mean, it was just. I, I think somebody wasn't paying attention. Okay. It's like you should at least put. How was the show? Did you have a good time at the show last night? I didn't even go do a show. I just went. I went down. Just and went down to people. watch Dateline. No, I went to go to go down and meet some people and hang out that mm-hmm. I haven't seen for a while. Okay. So that was it. I thought I might try and get on, but then it turns out that there was a showcase. So I was. Do they still do showcases? So yeah. Showcase means to, to people who might be listening to this conversation. I feel like we forgot that we're still on the it's, podcast, Nigel. Yeah. <laughs> we, wait, we're still on the podcast? What, what did you, you do last about? night? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got this. You know what gout is? My toe's really bothering me. Take a look at this. I would be curious about gout. <laughs> you know, people are starting to get gout now. And really? it's. Yeah. 
It comes from eating rich foods and terrible. It's, and it used to be the rich person's disease, but now I think is that really poor true? people get it. Like well, because yeah. they couldn't afford to, because because poor people couldn't afford those rich foods. But now but poor is people really is what, what they're eating. Gout? I thought that was like kind of an herb, like just yeah, you get it from being too opulent. No, it's so not from being rich, but it's from it's no, history, I mean, it's was historically it's from eating the things that rich people eating. ate. I think it's rich, salty, but I thought they greasy, just, buttery. Oh, I thought that creamy. they reversed that and said no. Well, we just used to say that we. That's what we originally thought, but it's not really. Yeah, I guess something. you really get it. You get it from spiders. Yeah, <laughs> you get it from being rich. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it rubs. It's on money. Yeah. If you touch enough money, you eventually get gout. Stop putting your money in your sock. It's a good thing people are listening to this podcast. There's a lot of valuable <laughs> information. Of good, yeah. It turns out gout is not caused by spiders. That was a thing that we thought for a while. Yeah. It's caused by money. It's caused by... <laughs> it went, it's from sitting on your wallet. Yeah. You know, you sit on your You've wallet. you got a big, fat wallet you're carrying around. Your pants are lopsided. It puts more pressure on your toes. It gives you gout. And uh, you get the gout. That's how you get it. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, I'm a medical doctor of prescriptions. <laughs> medical doctor of prescriptions. Now, how did you get that title? I, I, it's a really long story. Can I see your lot, Can I see your license? It's a lot of postgraduate work. I don't carry my wallet with me because of, I don't want to get gout, so I don't <laughs> okay. carry any of my cards. Do but, you have a, a mounted certificate on your wall oh, about of your doc, medical doctor yeah. of prescriptions? Yes, I will be hanging it in the bunker. And uh, what type of prescriptions do you like to write, generally? Well, I don't know. I mean, could I get a prescription? I'm on my way to New Zealand. I'm a little worried I'm going to be gone. Last time I was there, I got kind of depressed. What do you prescribe? Multivitamins. Multivitamins. I will write you a prescription for some multivitamins. Well, you're sort of a conventional doctor. (laughs) Like, here, why don't you take a boat? What about a vitamin? (laughs) What, are you feeling suicidal? Why don't you you increase your... uh, Drink more water. Yeah. Drink more water. Dehydrated. You could pee that out of you. You could pee the depression right out of yourself. A lot of people don't yeah. know that. A lot of people don't know. You just keep but drinking water. If you're too yeah. peeing, if you're too busy peeing all the time, you yeah. don't have time to off yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's right. Huh? You're on That's your right. way to the bathroom or back to the kitchen to get another drink of water. Okay. Well, I like to keep it simple with my practice. Yeah. Drink water. <laughs> Yeah. And pee the depression away. And <laughs> watch the depression flow out of you. There it is. Yeah. Flush your bad feelings right down the toilet. <laughs> yeah. There wasn't any better you can't get any better advice no. from a from a medical doctor of prescriptions than that. It's true. Um well Nigel, thank you for uh stopping by to do the podcast today. Oh, thank you for having me. Well, no, you're. It's it's. This is a thing that we do. Yeah, I know. But I feel like I feel like we did it. Yeah, I think we're good. <laughs> I think we did it a while ago, and then we just kept. Going. And we just kept talking. Well, this yeah. is our this is our finale for a month, yeah. and then we'll be back. Although the podcast will still be it's happening, still be going. but you'll be back. We'll be back. We'll, we'll be back. We'll be back. back. I'm just going to drink plenty of water while I'm in New Zealand, and so I'm not going to get depressed. And I'm going to drink. I'm going to take my multivitamin, and wow. uh, what else? That's Flossing. It. That's it. No, you don't need to floss. That's not important. <laughs> Sweet. Well, that's going to free up some time. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay. All right. High five. Okay. Good one. Well, there you have it, everybody. Episode 49 of the Jake This of Jake Johansson podcast. Thank you for listening. 
It's always a pleasure. I mean, I wouldn't do this if I didn't enjoy it. And I assume the same is true for you. Uh, so it has been great talking to you, I have to say. Uh, although, to me, I'm just talking to a tiny metal thing, but I'm imagining you when I do that. As I, as I hope you will imagine me at some point during this week when you talk to a tiny metal thing. Maybe a piece of silverware, maybe a doorknob. Think of me when you, when you have a little conversation with that object. And also, don't forget to not give up. Don't give up this week. There'll be plenty of time to give up next week. And don't give up next week either, because I had a couple of great episodes of the podcast coming up. Uh, I'm off to uh, to the to New Zealand, which is kind of like down under it. I'm also going to be visiting Australia. I'm going to doing, be doing some sets at the comedy store down there uh, at the end of my magical uh, journey down under, to the land down under. I hope to see a kangaroo in the wild, uh, but even if I don't, uh, July 12th and 13th, I'll be at the comedy store in Sydney. I hope. I think that's all arranged. I think that's all set. And so I'm telling you about it, international listeners or people who've just found out about a cheap ticket to Australia on the Internet. Come on. Come on down to Cindy. 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 Come. Come. Also, I will be at Cindy uh, at some point. Uh, She's a friend of mine. I see her quite often. So I'll see you there. I'll see you in Montreal at the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival. That's going to be happening in July as well. I forgot to mention that. I keep forgetting to mention that. But I'm going to be in Montreal at the Just uh, Just for Laughs. Just pour rire, as they say in uh, Francais, uh, if I may, uh, comedy festival. And that is, uh, that's the last, well, it's not quite the last week. You know, it is the last weekend in July. That's going to be, I'm flying into Montreal on the 24th. And I'm flying home on the 28th of July, which is my birthday. Um, so, happy birthday to me. You might want to send me an email wishing me a happy birthday. You might want to send me some questions or uh, comments or uh, inputs at jake at jakethis.com, and I will uh, I will read them. I didn't read anything this week on the podcast, and I have gotten some emails, and I'm sorry I didn't read them this week. I've kind of been under the gun because I'm trying to put together all these episodes to get the backlog ready for when I get uh, – I'm going to be out of town, but I'm going to print them out. I'm going to take them with me on the road. That's my goal. My goal is to try and do an episode of the podcast from New Zealand. We'll see how that goes with my technological technological expertise and also um, i've got to deal with my wife and daughter at the same time anyway thanks again and uh, until we meet again bye bye
Do you think in another Jake this and yeah. that?